Welcome to Wealth Hackathon, your favorite wealth hacker, Dr. O here. Hey, let's get some wealth hacks going. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It's so good to be with you today. So the powerful opportunities that we have before us are just unimaginable and it has been just a wonderful 24 hours Um, I don't know if anyone here is into cryptocurrency but history has been made and we are all watching with our eyes just bugged open it is crazy what's happening and so um, I'll be a little bit excited about that but that same energy is what I'm gonna use to go over what we're going to discuss today and the wealth hacks that we're going to go over today are going to be simply about how to price so like how am i supposed to set my pricing model if i'm in business or i'm working with a client or a customer or something like that i'm self-employed or i'm an entrepreneur or a business owner or i'm a speaker a coach a teacher a trainer an instructor and i just need to know how to set my pricing that people can actually afford that people are willing to pay that people want to pay that people find value um, it's best not to obviously cut yourself short and it's also best not to overprice yourself out of a, um, an actual client or customer right so a lot of people want to know how do i go about even getting my pricing together so most of the time we're thinking about bottom line Um, bottom line is a wonderful hack that you can utilize to say hey look it is what it is it costs what it costs okay when you go to higher end places or expensive places or luxury places it costs what it costs you're not going to typically find sales there so the first hack is to make sure that you are always thinking luxury even if you're in an economical um, inexpensive industry or inexpensive product or service the mindset should be the mindset of luxury it cost what it cost therefore you can have that's hack number one hack number two is tiers to what it is that you're doing think about it payless and nordstrom's are the same company okay so you can go to payless to get them for cheaper you can go to nordstrom because you know you have that money um it's the same it's the same it's all the same okay so if you really think about it the first hack is teaching you how to think like a luxury brand even if that's not your model if you're a nonprofit and you have services within your nonprofit you can still be thinking like a luxury brand aka it costs what it costs the other hack that we're adding to that is to set it up in tiers why does your pricing model have to be uh, one set price even though it costs what it costs it is what it is you can have tiers that cost what it costs is what it is that's your second hack okay and so when we're thinking about the second hack it's very important matter of fact it can be the overall hack to, for, in my opinion because when you think about it it's like okay look you don't want to have a customer come and pay for something one time you want a customer to be able to come or a client to come to you for an, a gamut of things. You want them to be able to say, hey, look, this is who I go to for this, this, and this, and this, and this. Now, one-stop shop is kind of the basis points of what I'm talking about when we say tiers. So I don't know if you want to add that as another hack and you get three, <laughs> or you just want to make the tier model um, an overall hack of basically saying, look, when I come here, I'm coming here for your free event, okay? But when I leave, I'm going to be able to walk away with a book product or a coaching product or um, a T-shirt or um, an actual product or service that you have to offer me because I did attend your free whatever. 
or you came in and I worked in promotion so we would always give out samples of M&Ms or Coca-Cola or water or whatever and we would give out samples and fun stuff t-shirts and pins and whatever just to get people to start to actually buy the actual product so you can have free things that you give away to allure people to come in so if you're in a restaurant you know you get free samples of the food or whatever it is those free things that you give out is only because you're trying to get someone to purchase something you're not giving it away for free because you care about it unless you're having a customer appreciation day and that should be for your paying customers however for the most part the reason why you're giving anything away for free is because free brings in more customers and clients and more people to touch taste feel hear, or smell or deal with your product in some kind of way okay so you're opening up the sensories of people that's a hack in and of itself how to open up people's sensories because all of this is psychological seriously you go you have to take psychology in business any business courses that you do, they're going to talk about psychology, sociology, um, soci- socioeconomics, things like that, because you have to be open-minded in your brain and you have to be able to see how people think, feel, and what they're going through in their mindsets, in their hearts, and in their situations and circumstances. Supply and demand is the law of the land, and then you have to bring to them what it is that they are demanding and you have to supply it. So then you have to know what they want. So that's all psychology, right? So as a hack... The point in bringing all that up is that you have to be psychological about how you're doing your pricing and what it is that you're trying to price. So when you want to think about signs of the time when you're doing your pricing, that's going to be your fourth hack because you've already talked about um, in your mind, I'm a luxury thinker. I'm thinking luxury, aka it costs what it costs. If it's $1, it costs what it costs. Don't ask me, can you pay 50 cents? No. And that's the luxury mindset. And then next, you want to tear it out. That, hey, yes, this portion costs $1. If you want this side, then this one's going to cost you $2,200. And if you want that side, that's $45,000. That's just the way it goes. Now, they only may want one of the tiers because that's what they can afford. But that doesn't mean you change your pricing model. It is what it is. It costs what it costs. You may not be at this higher tier, but there are tiered situations. No offense to anyone out there, but a lot of times people that have money, they, first of all, they look for discounts. Trust me, they're frugal more than we know. But When it comes to something that they find value, they want to pay top tier and they don't want to be compared to if they pay $22,000, they don't want to hear somebody else got it for $500. I'm sorry, that's not right, okay? So we're not talking about that when we say tiers. We're just really talking about how you can not miss out on so many different opportunities to bring something to someone, okay? So that's what we want to talk about. And then after that, on the other side of that, we also want to be foundational and we want to say to ourselves, hey... Hello. Get behind, get the psychology behind everything that we're doing. And so when we're bringing something to people, we're thinking about their psychological levels and we're looking for the signs of the time. So one thing that you can do, obviously, is research pricing. Research. This should be in your business plan. A lot of people are like, I can't do a business plan. Hey, listen, somebody can. Pay somebody to do your business plan. Look in Google and research business plans. But really what we're looking for are those financials. And the hack into your pricing model is your financials. We talked about bottom line. Like, what is it that you want to make after all is said and done? What are your margins? <laughs> what are your margins? I don't know if you watch Shark Tank, but they always love when someone has great margins because I make it for 20 cents and I sell it for $40 is a beautiful thing because you know that you're not paying a lot to provide that service or paying a lot to provide that product. And that's what you want to do is you want to assess your bottom line. But on the flip side of that, you want to see like, okay, 
how long does it really take and how much energy goes into me? Like when I sell this thing for $25, am I really getting $25 or am I getting $22? And that's not good, right? You want to be able to get shoot $15 out of that thing or more. And that's how you know your margins are great. So when we're thinking about how much should I charge and what should my pricing point, my price points be, you really should be thinking about your true bottom line for your hard-earned time and energy towards the people. So you can't be selling people stuff and then you not be spending a profit because you need your life's support, right? To be able to give them the product or service that you're offering. So I always do the half and half. We know we all want to be above half, but 50% price margins are wonderful, right? Because at least you know, hey, look, I'm getting something, you get something. But obviously you want to be in the, the top tier of like 90 and 80% margins. Meaning you have to go look at the competitors, look at the sign of the times. We know it's COVID right now. Everything's online. Everybody's not necessarily discounting, but everybody is considering that people don't have the same exact money that they had before. Even people that are getting richer because of the pandemic, and it happens all the time. There's a wealth transfer in every downturn of the economy. There's a wealth transfer still, and there's people that are still getting rich. They're still being cautious about their spending and expenses and their price and things of that nature so you have to think what are people really looking for and then when they see value how much are they willing to pay for it right so you can start with your customer in mind or you can start with the price in mind luxury brand again I said it costs what it costs so you need to set your pricing model but based on the psychology of what's really necessary right now so people need things that are gonna make their lives happier easier better more fulfilling and also help them with whatever they're working on. Maybe they have a business and they buy from you in wholesale or in bulk to get a discount. So you have to take those things into consideration because you're helping the next person help more people. So that's a really good um, hack, right? I'm thinking to myself, hey, I'm helping this person help more people. I don't have the energy and the time to be helping 14 billion people. But what I can do is help 10 people who do have access to the 14 billion people, right? So when you're thinking about your price points, or I'm thinking about anyway, I'm looking at other people in my industry who do what I do or close to what I do. And I'm looking at their price points and they're all pretty even scale. So what I'll do is I'll look at what they all have. Basically, let's say it's a seminar. First of all, most seminars are free, especially right now, right? Because people need free information. And then you get them to come to the free information so they can buy something greater that they're going to need because they came to the seminar or the, the coaching or whatever, the webinar. So the price point of entry is free because that's called marketing. And that's promotions, rather. And you're just really trying to get them into... What, what it is you have to offer and why you're the one who's going to bring them the thing that they're needing, right? So that's free. And then they come in and then it's like $97, right? That's a typical normal price point. Why? It's under $100, but it's not too low. It's close to $100, right? But it's under $100, but it's close to $100. So $97 is a normal price thing because a lot of people can see themselves giving a hundred dollar bill over if it's really valuable and they're going to get something greater out of it so you've got to 10x that hundred dollars right 
and you have to give them a thousand dollars worth of value. And once you give them a thousand dollars worth of value, but they paid a hundred, it's like, uh, we're not even talking about anything. You walk away with your hundred dollars. They walk away with their thousand dollars worth of information that they can go make more money off of. And everybody's happy, right? That's a huge margin. <laughs> okay. So that's how you want to set up your pricing when you want to know what to charge. The other thing is, although we want to be psychological and think about supply and demand, need and wants and desires, we're not going to sit up here and play games with people. You can go find 50 bucks to get this situation handled, okay? You can make payment arrangements if you have to. You can go borrow the money if you have to. You can come in as a group if you have to. If the price is really, really high, you know to monitor, excuse me, you know to advise people to come in as a group because if it's a $50,000 situation, so we have apartments that we sell and into that to have investors come in, the minimum is 50K. With that minimum, a lot of people don't have DK lying around. And so we tell people, you don't have to do it yourself. You know, get with 10 other people, get with five other people, get with not 100, but get with other people to, to hit your bottom line, okay? So if the price point is higher, just teach people and educate them how to get together as a group. And that's how you develop those price points because it costs what it costs. Also, if it's a lower end price, think about the how many people that you want to attract to that situation. So if it's a if it's a dollar, two dollar, five dollar, you know, twenty five dollar price point, then you want a lot of people purchasing that thing, whatever product or service it is, because it's a lower price point. So you know you're going to need a lot of accumulation and a lot of people. So you're thinking numbers game. So now you've got to invest in your marketing. And a lot of people don't understand. You can go to Google Ads, Facebook Ads, Instagram Ads, social media ads period you can um, use other people's platforms get you an influencer Um, you want eyeballs on your stuff because it's not hey look everybody hey this great situation product service is only $25 typically it would be worth you know 4200 or whatever I don't know I'm being exaggeratory but I'm just saying if you have lower price points make sure there's more eyeballs on it if you have higher price points educate people on how to buy it got that that's a hack So if it's a lower price point, you want as many eyeballs as possible to convert into sales. If it's a higher price point, you need to educate. Typically, higher price points have a call for education. So those are some hacks that I wanted to tell you. Um, I saw something that inspired this particular podcast, and I was really excited because I was like, okay, I like that. So I went into this clickbait, got in there. Um, and clicked on it for free. And then it was like, hey, do you want VIP? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, VIP going to cost a little bit more, has more access, you got more things going on. So obviously this is pre-recorded, right? And do you want, you know, this and that, and you get this and you get that, and you're going to come to their free event. We got you. We're going to come, we're going to give you little tips and this, but do you want this? And this price point was $97. So I was like, that's not bad. I already wanted to come in for free. I wouldn't mind paying $97. I have the money. I can pay for it. Whatever. I didn't buy it, but I'm just saying that it made sense to me and it was a light bulb because I do what they do. So I'm not, you know, in the mood, but it was really cool because I'm like, dang, that's how much I would charge. Actually for, um, 2021, I'm charging $121 for like everything, right? $21 and $121 are my price points for 2021. Number one, because of the pandemic, Number two, because of the year, obviously, those um, 
matching correlations and it's just kind of everyone kind of knows okay she's either charging $21 or she's charging $121 when it comes to their organization putting something on as far as an event um, or um, some type of book or some type of ebook or whatever the case may be. So those are the price points for 2021, just because I wanted to keep it simple. That was my hack, simplicity. Now, when it comes to like my consulting and, and, you know, me doing a little bit more and coming to be an advisor or something like that, I do have price points for that. And the way that I calculated those were just my experience. How much would I be willing to pay somebody like me over the course of time for what it is that I do? And because I'm so involved, I'm so hands-on, I know exactly what my prices are after years, okay? So it took me a long time to get to my price points, like my higher ticket item, $7,000, $5,000, you know, $21,000 and stuff like that. Those came through experience and like, look, I know exactly what my bills are. I know what my expenses are in business. I know how many people I have to pay to help me. I know about my staff, my intern, my lifestyle, all that stuff, all that went into me, my price points for my higher ticket items. But as far as like what I have to give to the public eye, um, there's private money and there's public money. For me, it's a difference. Some people may not see a difference like, hey, I serve everybody the same. That's your thing. But for me, it's a difference. What I'm going to do with the public is not the same thing that I'm going to do hands on with those in private. So there's private money and public money in my in my world and I just price things out according to that but what I thought about was like okay look we have some really amazing years coming in this decade for 2022 you can charge $22 for everything which is really cute and nice and we don't know how long the pandemic is going to last or affect us anyway and then you can charge 122 bucks so it's kind of like you know you want that 100 plus 22 right because those are for something that's grandeur so I like that people can adopt that if you want hey it's a free world I'm just here I don't own the rights to that that's what I'm gonna do because it's cute um but as far as you know what you really your bottom line some stuff you can't charge you know even though it's the year 2021 you can't do your 21 dollars and 121 dollars okay you have to do 550 or you know 47 cents or whatever your price points are so you have to stay true to yourself. Don't get me wrong. I just want to put some wealth hacks out there because I know that a lot of people have concerns about their pricing. And a lot of it is because they're emotionally tied to what it is that they're doing for other people. And a lot of it comes from you really truly trying to overserve um, people and think about them too much. Although psychology goes into it, your heart um, doesn't need to always be on the table when it comes to your finances. So I wanted to help people with how to price, you know, by giving them some hacks such as, you know, tear it up. You know, you can have different levels to your particular packaging. You know what I mean? Um, and then also luxury branded out, meaning that you, it costs what it costs. If it's a dollar, it's a dollar. Don't go down to 50 cents. If it's $4,000, don't go down to 3000 It costs what it costs. Let them go find the money and let them find value in what it is that they're doing. You'll have a better client, better customer that way. And then you have better referrals and word of mouth because they're like, hey, look, I paid such and such for it. It was worth every dollar. You should do it. I think it's worth 4000 um, Excuse me. I think it's worth 10000 but I only paid four you gotta get it they'll go be your best um, marketers promoters and your best salespeople seriously referrals will be your best salespeople and then the other mindset that you want to have when you're how to price stuff just you have a bottom line 
Yeah, I price it because look, I need this set of margins, set a goal, a margins goal. Like, hey, look, I want to make, you know, 50% plus on this particular thing that I'm putting out there. If I can make half my money back on anything, I'm great, right? If I put in $50 and I get back $100 into something, I'm like, wow. As an investor, you're like, yes, give it to me. Because we're working on 5 and 10 and 15, 18, maybe sometimes 35% um, ROI on our stuff. If I'm getting 50% ROI and anything above that, heck yeah, I'm doing it. So when you're doing your hacks, you're really thinking about obviously supply and demand. You're thinking about reciprocity. You're thinking about you, you know, in the story. A lot of people tell us, you know, be selfless and, you know, don't be selfish and, you know, think about others and be serving and serve your fellow man. And yeah, that can make you broke too. Okay. So you can do all of that with teams of people and excess and abundance. Yes. But when you're over there struggling, like you, you over, you overcharge, you overcharge or you undercharge when you over there struggling. Cause sometimes you get so frustrated. You just want to give it away and you don't want to do that too much. I did that for like a year. And then I was like, yo, listen, I gave y'all people. I gave you guys mofos. I gave y'all a year of my life for free. And so you tripping cause I'm charging now. Like, please don't come here. And the free stuff is still on demand. So you can still get the free stuff. But get away from me because this right here cost this year. Okay, going forward. So like I did it just to see. And then I was like, I I was a nonprofit Uh, on my nonprofit side. I was like, look, like I still have to get donations or something because we still have to service the youth. So I started charging you know, or receiving donations rather, right? To make some type of income coming in. But anyway, it's really a mindset thing within yourself and how you do it is you compare an analysis, look at what other people are charging or not charging, put yourself in a position to receive a good margin in return and put yourself in a very good position to um, look at your competitors and what they're doing and seeing their sensitive levels on, dang, it's a pandemic or, you know, hey, I know more people are working at home. I need to be able to get things to them directly because they don't want to come out to risk their lives. What can I do to help with the process of getting them stuff, Um, whether it be through orders or delivery or whatever the case may be? Um, You're really thinking about um, bottom line and how to service people better, but also how to make money out of the same, at the same time. So you got to look at like, if, if, if Amazon or whoever your competitor, I'm just naming someone, but whoever, if your competitor is charging $97, don't go charge 150 just to one up them and don't undercut them by doing it for $50. And then you can't even handle the influx. If you have the team fine, but if not, just do it for $97 too. Also, and go there or here, what you want to do. This is why you come over here. This is why you go over there. Know your competitors, know your clients, know your customers, know what your bottom line, know what you want to get out of the deal, know what you have to fulfill. Know that, hey, your pricing changes also with the times that you can't be $97 for the next five years. You know what I'm saying? Well, unless you have something that's that, that's that great and that's just what it costs and you want to be able to have that testimony of saying, hey, we've charged $97 for this thing year after year after year after year. If that's what you want to do, fine. But for the most part, a lot of people need to change and grow with the times or change and and you know, cut cost with the times. Because if people are now starting to work from home and they're not out and about as much, they're not spending, well, some people are still spending like crazy online, but they're not spending as much. They're being a little bit more precautious about their spending. You do have to take that into consideration and maybe you give a $20 discount or a 50%, 80% discount 
you know, sale type stuff just to get them to buy something else. So I know this was a lot of information, but I really was thinking about, you know, helping people with different ideas. Um, It may seem all over the place, but sometimes you need that mastermind situation where you get that whiteboard and you just put crap all over the place. You get your paper and look like a mad scientist with stuff everywhere just so you can get to that one defining point. So for me to bring this together and give a one defining point, the one thing that I do want to tell you, I've said it a few times, bottom line. Do you have a bottom line? Are you okay with you know, what you have right now and how to increase it from where it is right now? Or do you need to really think about your pricing model and really take a deep dive and really think about what really matters most was the bottom line for you? And then, you know, you can start right there. You know what I mean? Um, But nevertheless, thank you for tuning in. Wealth is your birthright. Wealth is your civil right. And you are naturally already wealthy.